to the first uh, live in-person episode of Take Foul um, in history. Uh, we're on White Saturday after Black Friday, um, and it's uh, Happy Thanksgiving to uh, our viewers and listeners throughout the world. For those who celebrate. To those who celebrate. Um, and I'm and I'm deeply sorry to those that <laughs> start this podcast off with an apology. Loser. <laughs> uh, but we have some news. Oh yeah, start off with some big news. Uh, this is, comes from Lamar Odom, who oh. has made the claim that the Suns having a gorilla mascot is racist. Hmm. Okay, I think. Is there a white man in the costume? Mm. I feel like it really depends on who's inside the costume. But would it be worse to make a black man play the gorilla? Yes, I'm saying like if it's a black man in the costume, oh. racist, white guy, not racist. I think they... Well, I'm speaking for the black race right now. <laughs> I'm saying that's the line. Okay. <laughs> hey, man. Um, Lamar Odom. What is Lamar Odom doing? He's creating this, headlines, this, yes. Yeah. He creates headlines every now and again. Imagine him smoking crack, being like, you know what? The Suns are kind of racist, dude. Hey, remember Prime Lamar Odom? He was good. And he was on crack. Prime. <laughs> good was he on crack. crack during his prime? Yeah. When he was smoking crack. Are you sure? I'm like 85% sure. <laughs> was he on crack on the Lakers? Yes. Oh. 76ers, when he left the Lakers and joined the 76ers... I thought that was about to be a renaissance. I thought he was going to be the one, because that's when the 76ers were, like, bottom-bottom. I thought Lamar was going to pick them out, take them out of the bottom, but I think the crack in the horse. (laughs) Crack in the horse, yes. He's also claimed to have seen every single porn porn video on the internet. Big porn guy, big porn guy. Which, if true, he should... Where have you been? I don't know. I don't read about Lamar Odom. Hard not to. Yeah. But if that's true, he should by def- he should be in prison because oh, there's a lot of oh unsavory that's, pornography yeah, out that's there. That's a good point. So he in any position be pointing fingers at anybody? <clears throat> yeah, he's smoking crack and there's probably racist porn. porn out there too. Racist <laughs> porn out there. So Lamar glass houses. Though the rocks apparently Kanye has a, a porn. Thing to well, yeah, you showed me that, Adidas that, guys, yeah, the Rolling porn. Stones I didn't read that. Dude, so but... there's a piece where by the Rolling Stones where he essentially it was reporting on how he would show Adidas executives yeah. porn and like design meetings all yeah. the time. Power move, feel horny. And be like, yeah. I I want to make a shoe that I can fuck Ver- verbatim. I get it. I get it though, right? <laughs> Nah, right. <laughs> nah, uh, nah, I don't Some get that. Some of the corniness got to go into the design. Right. Mike wants shoes he can fuck. The, the shoes that's sold, and that's why he could continue to can do that. fuck his shoes? There's a lot of holes Well, in. I don't, I guess. All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a, a family episode yeah, than we intended it to be yeah, <laughs> around the holidays. Yeah. Talking. But, um... 
we're, so we're, we're so okay. We're gonna talk about <laughs> things we are thankful for <laughs> in this NBA season. Um, I'll, so far, I'll go first, please. Um, one thing I'm thankful for is that the Bulls have not lost any of their consistent betters any money. They are currently nine nine and one against the spread. That's nice. It's a deep and it's it's hard to be thankful for a lot of things as a Bulls fan right now, but you know they're not losing people money. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't know who's out here betting on the Bulls every single game. <laughs> it's I yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess you hey, might, you know, know, but can't refute that yeah. statistic. Those are stats. Uh numbers not, don't lie. Yeah, I don't know. That's a fact. Who they have Today or tomorrow or something. Uh, they play someone tomorrow. They, they lost it under last night. It was not good. Some more facts. What about you. the spread there? Uh, they did not cover. Yeah. They did not cover. No. Yes. Thanksgiving hangover. Yeah. Too full. Play the Jazz <sighs> Monday. Should I just... Ooh. What's the spread? Jazz six. Guess the spread. I'm I don't gonna, know if it's out yet. But. Yeah. Honestly, uh, probably Jazz. It's not out yet. Okay. I don't know who's home. Minus Bulls there. minus two. Come on. Bulls are home. I really? Guess. No, they're not home. <laughs> they're on the road. That is a lie. But no, it's not. I'm just guessing it. Okay. That's, yeah, that's my okay. Okay. No, chance. Like, no, no chance. chance. No chance. Lowry's going to be, you know, Lowry revenge game here. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be intense. For poorly coaching. Tomorrow yeah. over 29 and a half. All right. Ike? All right, so I should just go one at a time. Do the one that you thought was going to. No, that goes last. I can't ruin the vibes early. Um, if it ruins the vibes. My first thing that I am thankful for is Christmas basketball. Because I don't really enjoy 90% of Christmas Day just sitting around doing absolutely nothing. Adds a little spice with the gambling because that's a heavy gambling day. The Christmas Miracle Part Two. We, the Christmas we all Miracle Parlay Part Two. Part One. Part Two. Don't we don't talk about Part One. Part One wasn't it, but Part Two. Part two you can win a lot of money mm-hmm. off our Christmas Miracle Parlay. That yes. may have been our biggest parlay of all time. Not to mention the Boxing Day. Boxing, boxing Day Parlay. Yeah. Boxing wow. Day. Yeah. Another big day. We're That's a great gambling day. But yeah, um, it, we're all thankful for some Christmas basketball. Yeah, could you imagine? What are the games this year? Got them right here, Samuel. Yeah. Buck, this is in no order that I know. Uh, Bucks versus Celtics. Taking Bucks. Grizzlies at Warriors. Taking Grizzlies. Nuggets at Suns. Taking Suns. Lakers Warriors. at Mavericks. Taking Mavs. Mavs. 76ers at Knicks. 76ers. Yeah. Easy games. One bad thing is it's That's a f- bit of an oversight that all money there are no Timberwolves, please. but. You gonna do? Yeah, oh, it was all money line. Where are the Bulls? Last year. Are the Bulls playing? Um, as long as, I mean, pretty, I bet that, pretty big market. Right? That money line is probably god awful at Which, Sixers Knicks, the Knicks game. Yeah. yeah, gotta put it in though. We have to put that. Yeah, we have to put it in. Do we? I feel like it, that's place. like that's gonna be one of those things where Julius Randle somehow has like fifty points and breaks and loses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and loses. Yeah, who knows. All right. All right. We're Let's all safe for that. That was a good one. Um, I am thankful for the Beam team, ah. the Sacramento Kings. They're going off. I think they are hilarious. I think that the Beam thing is 
the funniest thing. <laughs> People are gonna teams uh, are gonna start copying like that. Yeah. Like some yeah. downtown sky display yeah. whenever their team wins. Yeah, but it's also this like hilarious thing. I Sacramento. I, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's just like sack. this giant Capital like, City light just beaming up into yeah. like infinity. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything yeah, their franchise. And it's just, like, just the kids. Yeah, there's that this hilarious clip of, of Terrence Davis, I think. Mm-hmm. Where he's like yelling as hard as he can and he might be like, light the beam! Yeah. There's a bunch of Star Excellent. Wars gifts going around like every time they win. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know, you know, like like Kevin Herter hit a big shot um, down the stretch and just screaming, light the beam. I think I mean, they're a very silly team. Like, they'll yeah. be a very silly team that gets into the play in and it'll be like fun and Mike Brown will be kind of weirdo being on the sidelines, but, you know, they're doing, they're having fun. Yeah, I think I think they're a fun team. I I like I love that you know Darren Fox is finally having a good year. Um, he's shooting, uh, I, you know, a few weeks ago he's shooting like seventy seven percent in the clutch. The show respect something Darren like Fox. that. You know, he's yeah, because there's always questions about if he can really finish down the stretch. Make and, his own and, offense. Yeah. Um, he's really been doing well in that department. Um, they're third in field goal percentage. Second in points per game, second in true shooting percentage, uh, third in offensive rating. Timberwolves vibes from last year. Get this, uh, they're twenty seventh in defensive rating. <laughs> Timberwolves vibes. I absolutely yeah. love it. It's like whatever you yeah, know. It. It screams not, Mike Brown though. Like, yeah, we're not gonna Mike we're Brown not gonna is. defend. We're just gonna try to outscore and outpace the other team. They shoot well. Um, you know, Malik Monk. Every other game is dropping like 27 off the bench. Malik Monk, finally. I mean, it's about time someone trusted him and like really gave him some offensive freedom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Get him off LeBron's team, see what he does. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, Keegan Murray is a great fit as well. Uh, Sabonis playing well. Um, yeah. Harrison Barnes is kind of having a bad year, but it doesn't matter because everyone else is playing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mike the, Brown, coach of the year odds. The beam team. <laughs> yeah, Check I don't out. know about that, but we'll see. All right. Well, my next one is another Bulls heavy one. Uh, I'm thankful the Bulls are able to play the good teams in the Eastern Conference really tough. Um, they beat what? What? Thank God. What? Yeah, I'm so thankful. Yes, I. I'm. This is what I'm thankful for. You don't have to agree. This is what I'm thankful for. They beat, um, in not back to back nights, but in back to back games, the Celtics and the Bucks, two best teams in the Eastern Conference, maybe the two best teams in the league, um, and they were able to handle them defensively. And Demar, well, that'll get to me in my later part, but uh, yeah, they are able to play the good teams tough. Whether they play the bad teams poorly is beyond me, but. Um, they are able to fight hard, and that shows Billy Donovan has a team that will step up to the occasion. Well, you think Billy Donovan's going to be around second half of the season? Probably. It's the holidays. They've got like 20 more we games. We don't talk about another man's season. job in the holidays. He's got a family. <laughs> He's got kids to feed. I, I don't know. I mean, if you fire Billy Donovan, like maybe trade everyone. He has kids to feed, and if the great if they're doing starts, that poorly, they're they're one game out of a play. I know. I'm not like, saying they not, are right now. Let's not freak out. All right. I think. What's this thing? I think I saw. 
or I was listening to something where they're talking about possible Bulls trades and talking about like maybe a a Lakers package. Anthony Davis trade? And no, no not with AD. Um, it's something else. They'd be sending people with anything. They're not going to be. Yeah, they'd. I mean, the idea would be to break it up. Oh, for um, the Lakers picks. Yeah. But what picks? I don't know why the Lakers... Well, the Lakers have... I mean, think LeBron's going to leave picks. soon. Yeah, picks like several years down the line when they don't have LeBron and who knows what the Lakers are going to do. 15-year-olds now, 14-year-olds. Yes. I mean, That's hey. This league's come to. I don't know. If, if, That's what this league's been. If Levine doesn't turn it around, you know. He was all right this weekend. Yeah, he's he's been, you know... Or this past week. Yeah, the pa- I, yesterday, yesterday was bad. This yesterday. past week, I don't know. It's been a little. In those two games, he was iffy, fine. But yeah, the past two games been okay. No, not the past two games. Yesterday was bad. Yesterday was bad. Was it bad? Okay. Yesterday was bad. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Stock's still yeah. high though. It's the holidays. Billy has a job. <laughs> love you, Billy. For now, he'll get paid regardless. I love you, Billy. For now, should I go? Yes. Hmm. Uh, I'll go with in-person basketball. May have already been a year, but COVID Christmas basketball was just not the same. Christmas just kind of sucked, you know. I think, like, just being back in the arena, being back in the Target Center is uh, just something I'm thankful for every day. He loves the Target Center. He, he follows it on Twitter. We love the Target Center. He loves the Target Everyone Center. Everyone loves the Target Center. No one loves the Target Center like you love the Target Center. That's not true. What should Everyone... they do inside of the beam at the Target Center? Just like in like tornado sirens, but like howl, <laughs> howling. Yeah, just yeah. terrorize the city. Howl of the city. Yeah, get all the dogs howling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be really good. That'd be really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, really mess up the dogs. A Rod, Mark, no, they'd area. love it. Yeah, they'd love it. Uh, just thankful to be back in the Target Center every time I am. Seeing the Wayne Gretzky basketball tomorrow, just thankful. Absolutely excited to see Wayne mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and make you lose gracefully. Yes. All right. Okay. Since you've been doing Bulls ones, I'm gonna do a Wolves one. Good. I had a Wolves one coming up. I'm thankful for Jordan McLaughlin. Um, I think that you know we were talking earlier. We we're talking about basketball intangibles, and you know I feel like the person that's always brought up during that is is Draymond Green, with like toughness and and deflections and like um, you know overall culture type things. Um, but I think Jordan McLaughlin is a guy that we sorely missed against the Hornets. Mm-hmm. Um, in just someone that can like come on and calm like a young team that is prone to make bad decisions down and control the pace a little bit. Yeah. And you just really can't place a, a value on players like that, that, you, you know, just really like command a team and, and make them play better, at least offensively. Yeah. You know, his, his baldness also, you think maybe adds something to his because he's not old by any means but he has a veteran presence gives him a certain type of energy 
Sure, sure. He's been bald since wisdom. his USC days. He's got wisdom. He just does everything right, everything co- correctly. Uh, one of my things I was thankful for was the Wolves' previous focus on their G League. Because Jalen Noel, sure. Nas Reed, Jordan McLaughlin, incoming Luca Garza. <laughs> uh, Wendell Moore has stayed with the team instead of going back down to the G League. True. But Luca Garza. Timberwolves take their G League serious. Yeah. He's been <laughs> he's, I think his last three games in the G League he's had at least thirty points. He's been very good. But the Wolves they care about the G League. Chris Finch, uh he's a G League guy. He uh he takes it seriously. I'm thankful for that because of people like Jordan McLaughlin. Alright. I have one that I feel like we can all agree with. Um, I'm thankful for the hope and happiness of someone we all care about on this podcast, Dave Benz. Um and I hope that and that he's doing really well with all his he is time. He's doing right really now. well. Um that he's really enjoying the season. He's working, so he's he's stayed busy. Um, yeah. This is a, a, an attempted slant at Dave, but he's doing really no well. Slant. You know what? He's doing really well. <laughs> he's announcing pickleball right now. He started mm. his own video show. That's huge. Where he's had several members of the Warriors media team on, and it seems like he's doing really well. It's awesome for Dave. We're all really happy for him. If hey pickleball is the fastest, fastest scoring score in the world, he's in on the ground for kind of like he was with the Timberwolves, where he bought in completely, a hundred percent bought in when they were at like the season after they traded Kevin Love, and you know there's a lot of bottoms with the Timberwolves, but Dave was always bought in. <laughs> Dave saw a lot of bottoms. Yes, <laughs> yes, and no, was in pickleball last year, he was huge part of that team that made the playoffs absolutely and we wish him the best even though mike's trying to be yeah. an no, asshole i just said i'm thankful for his even that, though he was talking happiness. about his okay, stupid look. fucking coach fired all right, all right. Let's, 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 calm down. let's calm down and, you know we don't <laughs> i said i'm thankful for his happiness <laughs> we're talking we're, ta- <laughs> we're ta- holidays yeah all we're, right we're talking about um how we think that Mike, you know, we don't mind Michael Grady. Michael Grady's guy. doing his best. Yeah, but but Michael Grady hasn't seen the bottom. He hasn't experienced the <laughs> darkness. <laughs> the great and Dave darkness. Benz was always the biggest fan, always the biggest proponent of the Timberwolves, regardless of how bad they were. Yeah, class act. May he rest and in peace. Never be forgotten. He'll Dave be Benz. back. He'll have a job in the NBA again. The pickleball. He has a job. In pickleball. All right, so my Moving next on. thing I'm thankful for <laughs> is that the Minnesota Vikings have more wins than the Chicago Bulls. Go fuck yourself. They play a different sport. Go fuck yourself. Lads, lads. <laughs> this is where you wanted to take it. <laughs> They've also had two more months to play. They've played... Two more months to play. Seven fewer games, and they have... Two more wins? Right, we're talking about wins. Who uh, is the least winningest team in the NBA? Least winningest team in the NBA is a sentence Over I don't understand. Team that has the lowest winning percentage in the NBA since the merger. I mean, my guess is the Sacramento Kings. No, wrong. It's you. I it's don't the think I can see your data. 
look it up right now. Yeah, you can look you it know up. That's it. terrible you know podcasting. It. You know it. you know it's it. not true. Um, this okay. wasn't something that... The Minnesota know. Vikings are 9-2. and two. The Bulls are 7-1. This is an nine. NFL podcast now? This is what we're I, going at? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the Bulls. You're talking about the Vikings. <laughs> it's just a fun adjacent factor. <laughs> All right. I mean, I can't wait until the playoffs. When I you guys are playing Eagles or the Cowboys. When you guys are playing and the Eagles or the Cowboys. You're welcome anytime, you get dogged Dave, in Philly the or, the cow- or the Cowboys come back in the cities and they just fuck you up again. Like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's fine. When the, when the same old thing happens to the Vikings, whenever you guys are kind of promising, you guys get all hyped and then they just get lose in a heartbreaking You lose in a heart Or you miss a 20-yarder. Yeah, you guys miss bad field goals, too. We're not, the only ones, we're not the only ones who miss bad field goals. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> Mike decided this. You I had that written down. No, you had that written down. <laughs> you had that in the chamber. Yes, you did. All right. Let's let's uh, let's let's Dave move Benz on. Dave Benz is let's officially take... invited to replace Michael Morris. On this podcast. <laughs> let's take a deep breath. Um, you right. dropped my government. Yep. Okay. Cut it. <laughs> no, no, no. We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. And I'm going. All right. God. What's the matter with you two? He just dropped my full government stop, on this. Stop it. You literally are talking about a man who lost his dream job. I'm thankful for him. He's thankful that you're Okay. All right. All right. I'm thankful this year while, you know, this is the namesake of this show. I'm thankful that there is no more take foul. Or the take foul is, is disallowed in yeah. the NBA. All right. There's been, through, you know, the first however many games, there's been a record numbers in like 10 years of fast break points. Right. Fast breaks are always, you know, the most fun aspects of basketball in a lot of different ways. Teams are getting up and down. Um, and the offensive output this year from like the top players have been absolutely incredible. There's nine guys averaging above 28 points per game. There's six guys averaging above 30 points per game. And the offensive output has been absolutely incredible. And, you know, it's, it's just, it just feels, you know, outside of statistic, it just feels like this is how the game is supposed to be played, mm-hmm. not with these cheap little ticky tack fouls that that plug everything up. Um, although it is like a weird, you know, thing that it's a they subjective. Yeah, I mean it's subjective, but also you know the last like th- three four minutes, it seems like they're more prone to yeah. like not call the the proper take foul. Um, as well, mm-hmm. I think that is also ruled under two minutes. Like it's a different thing. Yeah, I mean, I do think we are in the in the prime of basketball abilities. You know, like I think this is the best basketball players that we've ever really seen all at the same time, um, which is like great for like the game as a whole and like allowing like the getting rid of the of the take foul is a massive piece of that because it shows that you know you can't just like poke someone in the back and in the shoulder on a breakaway when you make a bad mistake and bench players can't just come in and just rack up like three fouls and not have it like affect anymore you know yeah yeah definitely i mean um along with that there's just been like record or i mean i don't know about record but just so many guys can 
shoot the ball as well. Yeah. That is just, you know, really opened up space. Um, Unless you're the Timberwolves. <laughs> you know, not... The Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to get more, some more shooters, but it's all right, you know. Yeah. But, like, I think um, I'm not really... I still still kind of feel like an old head about guys running out to the corner on fast breaks. Yeah. You know, I still feel like that that just feels wrong to me. Um, And I feel like... Especially like when Ant does it, when it's like, just do it, just get a sick alley. Yeah, just like like basket, you know, there's layup uh, opportunities available. Yeah, you know, sure, it's efficient. Analytics. Analytics, sure. But I, you know, at some point it's like, go get a layup instead of a semi-contested breakaway three, yeah. I guess. Another thing with the take foul is, like, it just seems like I would rather the NBA, it might be, like, even way more subjective, but just, like, have an advantage rule. Like, just figure out, like, a soccer-adjacent advantage rule because I'd rather just see them have a fast break. Like, I understand if you can't have a fast break out of it because of a take foul, like, give them a technical free throw but it seems like a lot of the time like there are still take fouls that aren't in transition where like if you make just one pass it could be a layup and it's like i'd rather just see that than see a guy shoot two free throws or restart a possession it's a a, like a huge change in the sport yeah that would just be so hard because i mean they do it just constant yeah i know but it's 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 it still feels different ask too much of these nba refs or (laughs) i mean kind of i don't know like also it just feels like it's just a missing part of like such a big part of the nba is fouling like and like taking smart fouls or like yeah, guys are already starting to figure out that if you like really are, you know, go for a steal, yeah, hard, then they're not going to call a take ball. Yeah. Yeah. Another so. thing is players like LeBron are taking, they're taking advantage of this because like there's a time against the Timberwolves where there was like a contested rebound. LeBron's like on the floor, someone dove after the ball and like tried to like just kind of take it out of his hands and he just like got up and started walking to the free throw line and they just gave him like a take foul it's like it's just seems like no it's another (laughs) thing like people like lebron chris paul are gonna be taking advantage of which why are you throwing chris paul in there i mean you know i'm just these are smart players who like take like who like know what they're doing like are one step ahead of the rules every time yeah um, someone on the Timberwolves didn't have their jersey tucked in the other day, and I was furious about it. <laughs> There's <laughs> someone on every NBA team at every point in the game has their jersey I've, slightly untucked. I don't think I've ever seen Andrew Wiggins tuck his jersey in. He also, he, in the, in the <laughs> game, he also had it untucked. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to let him know tomorrow. <laughs> Help those refs out. Never be Chris Paul. My last one. I am thankful for this show. This has been a great uh, outlet to voice frustration, and I'm doing it with two people I love most in the world. Two of the people I love most in the world. Um, even if one of them can be an asshole sometimes. <laughs> um, You're pretending yes. like you didn't start this. I mean, I was saying, all right, all right. 
<laughs> what did you say? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you say? No, no. <laughs> didn't say I didn't anything. say anything. <laughs> Nothing. I didn't say anything. What did you just say? Move on. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> no, I need to know. Or else we're not going to get anywhere. I need to know what he just said. I said I'll kill you. That's not true. <laughs> I said someone will kill you. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> There's a little bit of a... Rocky live show. Technical uh, difficulty yeah. there. Um, Ike, do you have another one? A bunch more, yeah. Sure. 15. Wow. Um, very my next thing is somewhat similar to Michael's in that I'm thankful for Jim Peterson not losing his job because the butchers at Valley Sports don't seem to have any sense in terms of hiring, firing. All right, in the defense of Valley Sports, and they just get rid of someone who said it was like going off on racial slurs like a couple days ago. I don't know. I just read it when I was finding the Dave Ben stuff. No, but did you guys see what Tim Hardaway said? Senior? Yeah. No. Jack Morris. I don't know. Who Jack no, that was like a year ago. Oh. Right. I mean, okay. Tim Har- Tim Hardaway <laughs> came on as a guest, uh, like broadcaster on I think it was the Warriors yeah. broadcast, and um, he was talking about someone getting fouled, and he's like. You know, he didn't just get fouled. He got ard. <laughs> Should be in jail for that. <laughs> and the, the other guys were like, uh. <laughs> the Bay Area. Oh, gosh. That. Yeah. And um, um, he came on later in the broadcast. Really? I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But, yeah, that's why, you know, you got to be careful with those guest commentators. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, um, but. I mean, Bally Sports just run by clowns. Um, they could have completely blown up the broadcast booth, but I guess they had two ounces of sense and kept at least one of the three-time Emmy-winning partnership. Uh, yeah, shout-out JP. He's um, developing some chemistry with Grady. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to see. Still mm-hmm. has kept that, that Homer... No. That Homer touch? No. No? No. Well, a little bit of Homer. Is yeah, you here. do. I think he calls it pretty straight, but I mean, <laughs> he's kidding. obviously a good Tim Rolls supporter and fan. Previously coached the Lynx. Just a Minnesota guy. I think, you know, we can be open. Coach? Huh? Is he their dynasty coach? The assistant. Nice. Oh. Guy knows ball. Yes. Guy knows ball. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Jim Peterson. Jim Pete. U of M. All right, move, moving on um, from the local lore. Sure. <laughs> sure. He's Emmy winner, so it goes beyond local, but yeah. National lore. Sure, yeah, national. International lore. Probably. Okay. I am thankful for uh, sort of bouncing off of what uh, Mike was saying earlier with, you know, this might be the the – time where we're seeing like the most talent in the nba right now i'm thankful for the the young generation of nba players that we're seeing io uh (laughs) shout out io dosumu he's young um he's young i don't know you know he's talented he's okay he's Uh, technically a part of this generation let let me get through my thing (laughs) 
um, you know, as stars like LeBron and Kevin Durant, um, you know, even like James Harden start to like age out a little bit, um, you know, Steph Curry obviously still entrenched in his prime, but at some point those guys are going to be leaving, you know, the guys that we grew up on and um, have watched for for years and years and years. And um, thankful for those guys, but also really thankful that the NBA is in such good hands. Andrew Wiggins. Um, the players that I was thinking <laughs> of are Giannis, who's, you know, kind of come forward as uh, the new face of the, the league. SGA. Uh, yes, Luka, um, Tatum. Zion, Patrick hopefully he gets back. Uh, John Morant, Trey Young, Anthony Edwards, and you know Vucevic. even the 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 lesser known guys like not Tomorrow. not Vucevic, not Demar <laughs> Derozan, not those guys. Okay, explicitly, but like you know, as you said, SGA, Tyrese Halliburton, Darius Garland. And the rookies are playing well and are exciting too. Bankero, Matherin, uh, Jay Nivey. Suggs. Jalen Suggs, hopefully, you know, he continues his pretty decent season so far. Franz Wagner. Um, Wagner, excited, you know, pretty Don't much the him. whole. We don't want him. Pretty much the whole uh, magic. Um, yeah. yeah for sure. And then we have freaking Wemby coming in. We have Chet coming back. Unproven. Um, both unproven. One Banyama specifically. Okay. Uh, but very excited for the future of the league and to watch these guys for years to come. Certainly. Um, and, you know, it's not a guaranteed thing to have, a, you know, this level of play go up and up and up, you know? Yeah. Um. But as Mike said, I think the the skill level, the purest skill level, is so high uh, right now that um, the '96 Bulls are just completely irrelevant at this point. Oh my god! Laughed off. In this new era of skill and shooting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And guys are so athletic. And would absolutely put the clamps I, I on love, Brian I would Michael love Jordan to see them try to defend the triangle <laughs> offense. I would too. Um, verbal meme though. Um, LeBron as uh, Mufasa, or, and or no, LeBron as yeah Mufasa, Andrew Wiggins as Simba, and saying everything the light touches is yours, and then the dark realm being uh, yeah, that's a that's good. Thanks. Um, all right, my turn. Um, something I'm thankful for. You said last one after. Oh, no, I have one more. Uh, something I'm thankful for is the Super being soon to be put back in Seattle. Um, the Supersonics will soon be get, receiving a team, um, whether it's alongside uh, a team in Las Vegas or not. Uh, it is good that the Super will be back in Seattle. Um, maybe a bad sports town, but what, was, what happened to Seattle was wrong. Hey, I was listening to something or reading something the other day that was saying that they're seriously considering uh, Mexico City as yeah. an option. Um, and 
Seems like, fine. They, yeah, isn't, right. There's like a G League team down there or something. Spurs team played on there. I'm not sure, but they've had exhibition <clears throat> games there. There, I think, I think there well. is a G League team down there right now, but um, they the problem is they have to have like security escorts and stuff around, like going back and forth. Yeah, well, I feel like when we game talk. stuff, but yeah, I feel like logistically it's not the hardest thing that they yeah. they could I mean, do. Soccer teams travel down there from yeah. the MLS all the time. They do it's like continental bad. tournaments. So yeah. you just go for one night and you'll be fine. Yeah. It's well, like the I mean, same difference. But it would be like a real NBA team. No, I know. I'm saying like as in like Canada, like traveling to like Toronto from wherever. Like We need to put the Grizzlies back in Vancouver, put a team in Mexico City, move the Wolves to Seattle. <laughs> fine. Everything will be perfect. Wolves aren't going anywhere, as we all know. But um, it would be cool to have some more teams i think um and the way the nba is going i think that the owners would be excited about that even though it would you know cut the share of the revenue sharing they make so much more money exactly yeah yeah, you have to buy you pay like several billion to even get in the thing about vegas though is like um think about like like being in vegas yeah think about the the tv market in vegas Cause like just fans from actually Las Vegas, you're saying? Like, are you saying? Yeah, it's not like many? outside of Las Vegas, you have you know Phoenix is very close. Like the California teams are very close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they already like, put two teams there, and I feel like they're doing fine, right? Well, I mean, the Raiders they got a lot of fans from Oakland, but the hockey team does is supported really well. We'll yeah, see if that lasts, like but like, because they're good, but like I feel like and they're they, new. Just a consideration. Yeah. yeah. I just don't I, think, I don't know where else you would I think it's pro it's pretty set on like Seattle and Las Vegas as the next two. I don't know what they're gonna do about Mexico City because you would either have to make like one more team or Yeah, so you can't do that, you'll make two more. Well, I mean you know, in that case it would be like they would axe either Seattle or Las Vegas. But I heard LeBron's really in on the Las Vegas idea. Like as a potential owner. That would be weird. Yeah, he's gonna own something. Yeah, I I think that's like a real thing that's going yeah. around. But the owner, the owner. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. Me? Oh yeah. Uh, um. Uh. The Toronto Blazers, or <laughs> the Toronto, the Portland Trail Blazers are one and four over their last five, and I have their under. Which I think is at forty and a half, so hmm. you're going down, Portland. It's right. Yeah, I mean, we're all thankful for that. Yeah, I think um, Portland. Somehow, I see Portland dipping below Utah in yeah, terms I of mean, like the overperforming teams. Yeah, they they just in they terms have, of like drop from like first to six in the pattern of a week. Yeah, just in terms of style of play and more veteran depth. Yeah, like you look at Utah the way they're like zinging the ball around and like they have they have great shooters, you know. Obviously there's defensive questions, but like they they have so many pieces that like can run the tapes. I'm saying Chauncey Billups on the hot seat just like I was saying last week. 
No, he said. Weren't you saying that? Yeah, he that said the you're... opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Me? No. <laughs> you're you're, you're defending Chauncey Billups. Another, oh, another piece Here of that go. that I'm thankful for is the parity in the West. Because I think it's, what, like two and a half or three games separate, like, what is it, third place from 10th place? That's yeah. really copped Who's the Timberwolves out. Right I think the Trailblazers. No. No. Is it the Timberwolves? Yeah. Yeah. I think sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. The Yeah, I mean the West is very competitive. Um basketball and, is a hard game to win. Yeah, and yeah. I think the, the I feel like Orlando and Detroit we were talking about would maybe like stir up some some nonsense in the East and they certainly have not done that. Kate Detroit. has been I mean, the, Paolo's the, been out the past like it's three the weeks. Wait, yeah, but even even like, when yeah, the, wobble, what the wobble is beginning for Wembenyama. Like Kate Cunningham's probably fine, you know. Yeah, stress fracture. Yeah, Paolo's probably fine. I don't know. Kate, Cole Anthony's probably been fine for a little bit now. I don't know if, how much Cole Anthony affects Have you seen your him? winning ability. I like Cole Anthony, but yeah, I, I actually like Cole Anthony played. too. Like Cole Anthony. Yeah, he hasn't played this year, has he? Yeah, I think no, he, he has. has. Yeah, yeah I think sure. so. But either way, I mean, even with Paolo, they weren't really winning. Um, yeah, but you don't want to risk the injury, right? So yeah. keep him for next year. I mean, that team this, they will get this. Year, yeah, this year should just be focused on developing Bull Bull. Um, the future. <laughs> I don't know why they would ever tank for Wembenyama. Have Bull Bull. But imagine both of them. Would you trade two future firsts for Bol Bol? Point guard and shooting guard. Bol Bol and Victor Wembanyama. The length on there. No shots would be able to I mean, the length on that team right now is insane. Unstoppable. It's true. It's the other parts of their game that are stoppable. The running (laughs) and IQ. Yeah, and then, you know, yeah, the Pistons have been awful. Pistons are going to be the Pistons. Fuck the Pistons. Yeah. But, yeah, I am bummed about Cade, not just because he's on my fantasy team, but yeah, that because... is exactly why you're bummed about Cade because you bought. Well, no, I, I like, I, I, well, yes, I, I mean, you know, I'll, admi- I'll acknowledge that, but I also like Cade Cunningham as a player. Yeah, I like watching Cade Cunningham. I actually liked watching those early, uh, early Detroit games my in the beginning of the season the with, nation. with Cade and Ivy. But wait till our mock draft uh, episode. It's gonna be electric. Yeah, maybe we'll have Kaiser on. <laughs> he's the expert. This guy can't bet college basketball to save his life. Yeah, but he's he's the insider. He watches it all, though. Yeah, he's the insider. Yeah. All right. Is is that it, or you got him? got plenty. I mean... Why don't you run through a few of them? Speed round. Ant. Ant's still the uh, answer. Chris Finch. Uh, hot seat. Uh, no, hot Chris seat. Finch, uh, regardless of how incompetent this team looks i think he's a good enough coach to send us in the right direction not a championship winning coach though god love god uh big god guy big, big Prince, god guy uh the one and true god yeah <laughs> Sauron. oh okay uh his lord uh uh, uh torian prince he's been awesome yeah, he just injured. got hurt for yeah. the past two weeks or next two weeks. Too bad. Uh, Mike Inori, he's great. Shea Gilgis Alexander drafted him in fantasy basketball, and he's been excellent. He's really fun to watch too. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> if Giddy could develop a jump shot. Yeah, Giddy's really fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, I don't blame the Bulls for losing last night. It's a good team. <laughs> <laughs> Not the most competitive team in the world, but, uh, you know, the Thunder are fun to watch. All the really bad teams still have, like, really fun players who you would think, well, I didn't call the Bulls bad, or you... Yeah, you did you bad. just say that? I, I wasn't even putting bad. them in Whenever the... they lose, the Bulls are bad. Whenever they win, the Bulls are back. Yeah, I mean, the Bulls... We know this. Our official podcast take this. is that the Bulls are bad. Right now they're so bad until they win besides again. Besides the back. Bulls, every like bad team in the NBA has at least like two guys you want to like watch basketball. and figure out. Like, I mean, besides maybe the Jazz. Lori's Jazz are not watch. a bad team. Lori's kind of fun to watch. Lori the Jazz are not fun to watch. very fun to watch. Yeah. I'm saying they don't have any like young guy who you want to like kind of see what his deal is. Like, I mean, I guess Colin Sexton has been around for Jordan a little Clarkson. bit. We know what Colin Sexton's deal is. Like, he'll just well, Colin score. Colin Sexton could, could improve. He's a good scorer. But I like you keep thinking guys' ceilings are, are a lot like higher than they are. I've been known to be optimistic. Yeah. But. Uh, um. I'm I'm still holding on to my Colin Sexton stock. All right, you you die on that I'm stock. I'm selling it in the next three weeks. It's not worth much right now. I might and, and you know what and you know what I might be buying low on Talon Horton Tucker and Walker Kessler. Walker, Walker Kessler. Kessler, he's good. Wolf's pick. Wolf's pick. Tall. He's tall. He's fierce. He's an athlete. Him and Kelly Olynyk are probably the option over Laurie Markkinen going forward. Should we all do one pick for the night? Quick pick? Sure. All right, so some lines for tomorrow. Okay. Um, we're doing underdog. Oh, uh, we can, I think we I just did one. one. Just do one. Just oh, do just one. do one? Okay. All right, what do we love? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Grizzlies minus four and a half versus the New York Knicks. Easy. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I mean, last time they played, went into overtime. Um, Perfect. Now they're yeah. going to blow them out. Win by four is not too bad. Okay, anyways. All right. I got... Yeah. Well, I see minus four, but yeah, go ahead. Um, Sixers plus three. Um, even without even with people hurt, well, Magic are also hurt. I think they're just... The Sixers plus three against the Magic? Yeah. I think money line Sixers plus one thirty. No, Is it no playing? Embiid, no, no Maxi, no, no Harden. Harden. Yeah, Sixers. All right. Yeah, no. I mean, bad. I mean, I think the rest of their team is still better than. Didn't they beat someone? Disagree. They, they won like yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Who they beat? Um, they beat the. The stats. They beat the stats. No, these are all stats. Oh, they theory. just beat the Magic. They just beat the Magic. Yeah. Hammer the Magic. They just beat the Magic by six. That's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. I have the uh, I have the Pacers plus 1.5. Against who? Against the Clippers. Um, Clips, huh? That's basically money line. You might as well. Yeah. yeah money line plus 100. For a guy who loves the Clippers. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Clippers so far? I love the Clippers. You've always been a big Clippers guy. 
Uh, okay. That they've been, they're going to be all the time. I mean, I think I think that they were on paper a very good team, but I think they've gotten into a conundrum. Well, first of all, Paul George and Kawhi just are like don't like playing basketball apparently. Yes. Told and you, told you this for years and years, years. and uh, they just have like a bunch of wings who want to play thirty minutes a game, and the reality of it is. They shouldn't even have point guard. They you know, they have like Reggie Jackson, John yeah, Wall, who are no pretty much like the same level. Even though I was a big Reggie Jackson guy coming into this season, but yeah, man, I think and like they they just look kind of ugly. Yeah, you know, I just I just don't like the way they play. They don't and strike actually, you as a team. Yeah, and I actually like some of the things that are happening in Indiana, like Halliburton and Matherin. Halliburton, Matherin, Miles Turner. Miles Turner's a good basketball. Yeah, Turner's Turner's been solid. Um, Jalen Smith, he's, extremely he's, inconsistent. Yeah. But like when he plays well, he can play well. Yeah. Um, and then like yeah, TJ Buddy Heald, TJ McConnell coming off the bench. They have been Buddy surprisingly like not terrible. No, they're a capable um, team. But yeah. Shout out to Matherin. Uh, Pacers money line. Let's go. You got two dogs and a rat. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. There it is. <laughs>